Hi, good people. It's Friday again. Hello. We hope you are doing well. Welcome to Beautiful Spaces of Emily and Prudence. Emily and Prudence. We have a gentleman in the building. No, we don't. <laughs> Emily. Emily and Prudence. We have a guest. <laughs> okay. No, you know, like, you know how your voice is like. So we need like some adrenaline. We shall not watch anyone downplay our femininity. <laughs> refuse to be downplayed. <laughs> Welcome to Beautiful Spaces of Emily and Prudence. It's Excited Friday. You guys in, if you're listening in for the first time, Beautiful Spaces is a podcast run by Emily and Prudence, and we are here every Friday. On behalf of at for Hope Foundation. Please go and check them out. Check us out. Eh, us. Eh, us. Check us out. The yes. whole bunch. Friends, are we allowed to give shoutouts? But how do you shout out if you're just touching? You guys, let me tell you. This Friday, we are back to discuss something that is so. So what? What's the word? So sensitive. Because we have had it on many mouths, including today's <laughs> mouth. I don't know why you love accusing me, but well. I know you. It's not accusing. How do you say I accuse you? If, if there's anyone who accuses me, it's me. I speak the truth. For you accuse me. So like two different things. Oh, anyway, good people. We are excited to have you guys listen in. It's again. Something that I think we both relate to, and that, and something we often ignore, yes. but it eats us up so much. Yes. yes. Prudence, and I thought you were going to say what it is. Like and something, still... I'm still, I'm still going on, and something we face every day in our societies, in yes. uh, everywhere. So today we are talking about a myth. A myth. We are, yeah, we are demystifying a myth. Demystifying. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, today we are talking about um, the common phrase: the normal state for a human being is happy. That's what they say. I think we live with creators among us. Sometimes what do you mean? What do you mean women say those things? <laughs> Beautiful spaces with Emily and Prudence. I've had moments when I am down and then like I had a friend, like someone really close to me by the way, said I always choose, like, I always choose to be sad. Like, for me, it's just a trend. It's how I want to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did they lie? This is like, no, 
so this is the thing it got me thinking for a while i was like okay maybe i am choosing to like bring sadness upon myself but in the moment i was hurting i couldn't pretend like i really needed to feel the things in extremes i was hurting so there's no way i could pretend i'm fine and then walk out and just become like happy excited positive because i felt i was hurting like i really needed some you know but then it like i felt like for a moment i felt like she was right so i i sat down and said to myself i should be happy i deserve to be happy you get the, <laughs> the first one week when i said no yeah, you know this thing then i just like the last time i okay i told myself that I, got myself back together and then like stood my ground and every time I'd feel like I'm hurting again I'd like push the, the feeling away and just screen it you know I'll down and you know feel everything I'll just push it aside it didn't take me two days I was back and this time worse than I was I got anxiety I could not sleep at night I could not like it's like I was trying to cover just consumed me while I was unaware is what keeping some of these emotions has done to you yes like that is what it leads with so for me this yes yes so for you <laughs> this this very uh discussion we're having today is personal to me because I feel like I felt things firsthand like I know what it's like to cover pain or sadness and then it gets back at you like it comes back with all the energy so we are here to be happy all the time notion that imperative that was imposed on us or is imposed on most of us however there's something yes. prudence was saying earlier about depression can you like tell tell it to <laughs> our listeners again because you're telling me something <laughs> earlier and I felt it should come up somehow. So, earlier, I was telling Emily, um, much as we are saying it's okay to be sad, it's okay to be anxious, it's okay to be fearful, um, we are not glorifying this. We are not glorifying mental illnesses in this. We are not glorifying things like anxiety, depression, uh, narcissistic disorders and, and the likes. If you have anything of the sort, please, please, and please, please do us a favor and seek medical advice. Find help. Find yes. Help. Don't say I'm normal. Find someone okay. to talk no, no, to. No. Not like you're abnormal, but like you're going through some phases and you need help. So find people to talk to. We are not talking about extreme sadness. You know, the like extreme, extreme ends of this. Yes. yes. Extreme sadness is depression. Extreme fear is anxiety. So, yes, we're talking about short-lived emotions. <laughs> if you're constantly sad, like you're sad in the morning, you're sad in the afternoon, you're sad at night, you are never happy. You're sad for four, for four months. You're sad uh-uh, for no. months. Jokes aside, this is the way to go. Like, go and seek medical advice. We cannot be here laughing when you're there dying with your depression. Please and please, please seek medical advice because in the end, this will terminate your functionalities like you will not be able to relate with people very well just because emily and prudence said it's okay to be sad no but for my people who are like me (laughs) who feel things in extremes 
guys it is totally okay to wake up in the morning and feel like i don't want to do anything today i don't want I don't to talk, to, talk to nobody mm-hmm. i don't want to go anywhere i don't want to do my hair i don't want to wear clothes <laughs> extremes indeed the girl said extremes i thought she was joking
So I'm saying like the jo- the experience. Okay, I'm just defining according to the book I read. This book, the How of Happiness. But you know, authors give opinions, so everyone has their opinion and stuff. So I was just reading through this lady's mind, and the opinions are up for debate. The experience of joy, contentment, or positive well-being combined, sorry, combined with a sense that one's life is good, meaningful, and worthwhile, is the definition of happiness, according to this book. So. she basically says for one to define happiness there has to be joy contentment or positive well-being combined with a sense that one's life is good meaningful and worthwhile now i want like to add emphasis to meaningful and worthwhile because it's what Mm. made sense at the end of it all so in her book she talks about um the fact that people push away a number of negative emotions you consider them negative because anyway that's what they brand them that is fear anxiety sadness all those things aside because we want nothing to do with them we believe it is the negative you get face so all our facets yeah. are aligned along the line over are aligned to happiness or joy or excitement or all that so she says that sadness or misery in a sense drives us to happiness like you cannot say you are you are it's just like it's it's just like how good cannot coexist without evil yes, i mean precisely that you cannot, cannot say because like i told you i'm adding emphasis on meaningful and worthwhile in the definition of happiness so i want to give a live example like there are times when you are there days when you wake up when you're not happy like generally just you just you just don't feel happy or something is not right there are days when you just wake up and you're sad or maybe the days you're feeling ungrateful because something no <laughs> not really ungrateful but yes the days when i wake up when i'm sad for me sad, I'm but grateful nice so joyful because pr- prudence is determined not to make my point come forward <laughs> that's what you think okay it's all up in your head this is the thing so like uh the days when me there are days when there's a phase in my life when i literally had some very rough time you know uh i call them moments of growth because they actually make me who i am today so the days when i wake up and then i feel like you know what this life i have tried like I've tried to push things forward. I have tried. I'm not moving. I'm, I'm a, a single step. Every time I take a step, I'm taking three others backward. And I was feeling, I, I just can't do this anymore. Like, I would cry. I would, anxiety hit me. I have suffered with anxiety before. And lots of anxiety, like a lot of it. So, after that phase, when I broke down, like there is no time i had ever been that grateful for being alive like after that period when i was really sad because i sat down and started to analyze how ungrateful can a person be hmm? i was now having a conversation with emily because you people sometimes you need to sit down and talk to yourself like, look at all these things you have your parents are alive you've gone to good schools you're literally still going to school you have not even there's this pandemic that is killing people out there you haven't even had 
any symptoms or even it's like you're living in a very different world nothing is happening to you by suffering your parents are still fending for you you have friends like why exactly are you acting as if you don't have reason to be grateful it's the sadness that, that was able I don't know yes, I do. That I was able to be grateful for certain things. So it brought about that feeling of contentment that I still have up to now. So sometimes misery, sadness, all these other things lead you through a phase or through events and experiences that can actually guide how you relate or appreciate events in your life. Prudence, have you watched Inside Out? Yes, I did. Yes. For <clears throat> now, we both know Prudence and I are not movie people. <laughs> Nobody knows that except the two of us. We are not movie people, but okay, we watch particular things. So, if you have any recommendations, please leave them. <laughs> we are going to watch them. We do not promise, but we hope we okay, shall. To be honest, are you? Okay, no, I'm not a, a movie person, bubble, but we're not movie people. I, I, I actually just watch movies under first recommendation and the same goes for her or if i have specific interest in that movie like if i want to pick something out now there is this animation called inside out and i don't want to go into the specifics of narration on what went on there what but they're taking us to the mind of uh how old was she nine year old seven year old i remember I watched that years ago, so I cannot remember. But me, let me take you a quick run through. I think that is the best way I can explain this whole thing about happiness. If Prudence will permit me, let me wear my storytelling shoes. And then she is going to comment because I know she also watched it. So, there's this girl, she's called Riley. And she, um, she literally has this like they take us through her mind she has emotions that control how she goes about her day like she has joy she has anger she has fear and she has uh what was disgust Disgust. yes so all those characters are represented inside her mind which is apparently the control station and they show us how these emotions work together to make up how they all have a plane how she feels and the person that she is yes so this movie this animation i feel best describes what we are trying to talk about because joy was like the controller of the station which is her mind for the movie people you have a jackpot (laughs) inside out in case you haven't watched it yet anyway (laughs) she used to like she used to literally tell the other emotions how to like when it's their turn even control how how much they should contribute and then there was this emotion sadness she was the how can i say it she contributed often silenced yes like they would literally even joy would draw a circle and tell her to stand inside the circle like because she didn't want her to touch any of riley's memories or anything like that because she felt joy would mess it up because every time joy would touch something maybe riley would cry or anything so they move to a new town and uh, I feel like I'm going too far. But if I spoil it, you guys won't watch the movie. But this movie taught me something that I felt is really important to let out here. 
people who have emodiversity that is the ability to feel all emotions and acknowledge them are rich with okay that is people who are rich with both positive and negative emotions have better mental health like for your picture if you're ever happy eh? <laughs> the day you fall <laughs> like if you're ever covering up your emotions you're pretending to be happy even when people hurt you just cover them up and go on what when uh the sadness finally hits your mental health may not be as strong as someone who has allowed themselves feel things in extremes i don't know if i am still at it prudence yes not exactly feel things at extremes but allow okay, yourself not to feel everything yes 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 allow yourself move in the bus of emotions <laughs> so but you guys should really watch inside out i feel like there is no better way to describe it even if you're not animation person but animations teach a lot of things and i think this is one of like the greatest animations i have watched with a lot of lessons to learn hmm? so it suggests that a feeling of variety of specific a person more detailed information about particular situation and resulting into better behavior choices and potential happiness let me just speak about this last scene in that uh, animation that i felt uh, was like a turning point that made me realize this point so well like there is a time she tried to score uh, at a game like score it was football she loved was it football or rugby okay it was one of those games so she fell to score and she was feeling so bad and according to the mind it was sadness that was touching her howard those balls that represented her howard her the events that happened in her life and she was crying so bad so it is at that point when her friends and family gathered around her and started consoling her and then she became happy so the realization at that point was the love from her friends and family so it kind of made her be more grateful for deeper points of happiness than just the shallow like for example scoring the goal or what but the mere fact that her friends and family members were there for her at that point made her more happy yes 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 so prudence what's your take yeah so much as sadness may arrive with a lot of you know stereotypes and stuff and you know how it's often downplayed okay not exactly not exactly downplayed but people do not take time to appreciate sadness and emotions that are of that nature that are often dubbed they bury it we often call them negative emotions eh you people do you know how big that word is Mm, negative not even anyway at least least the emotions what of the negative friends (laughs) (laughs) so anyway most times it's 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 like so it's so tough to express these emotions because well nobody wants to hear people talking about their sadness True. Everyone has to listen to how happy you are, how everything is going on, right? But then, mm-hmm. at the end of it all, we are not being true to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, if if I come if I come to Emily and I'm sad and I'm coming to and I'm going to Emily and I sit with her and I pretend like 
everything is okay everything is going on fine and stuff do you think i am being true to myself no i'm not because in the end the anger in me is like it's just choking me up i am looking for ways of expressing it i cannot because when i talk to emily she's going to say no you're supposed to be happy but then what happens with that anger so in the end when you fail to express these emotions it affects how we connect with other people mm. it, i think that's why when i look when like when we look at it that way it makes sense to say that okay like i under, i kind of understand those guys who used to say we were sad and proud at school because mm. they do not know how to relate with this they are not being true to themselves they cannot openly say i am sad it's a bad day i have to work on this i have to work at the situation i have to work on the situation at hand instead they are focusing on suppressing their emotions so they feel like everyone else should be suppressing these emotions we should all be pretending not to be sad because that is what other people are doing so like emily said earlier we have to go through the sadness to appreciate the moments of happiness if we do not know what it is to be sad then how then shall we know what it is to be happy it reminds me of a, a, a story i read one i'm over narrating stories today but like i feel yes you are <laughs> there's something so personal but this is like sort of related to the bible the next time we we're, I think we, we should have an entire episode as well where we talk about happiness and uh, the Bible and scriptures and uh, from like different perspectives. But it reminds me of a phrase that I once had, the biblical phrase, that if we are entirely happy, how will we know when we, like, when we get to heaven? <laughs> how will we tell the difference? So it just mm. crossed my mind when you said that. But I want to ask you, Prudence, uh, what do you think has been the worst um, like the aftermath of phrases like this what has how has it mostly affected society what is like that so before we get to that have... let me first come to the beautiful spaces with Emily and So before we get to that, let me first come to what I was saying earlier. Hey, oh sorry, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. So culturally, happiness is what we seek. So sadness is rejected. Anxiety, fear is rejected. When you ask most of the people, what's your biggest fear? People will tell you failure. Mm. Because failure is associated with negative emotions. If you're sad continually, you'll be you'll be what a failure which is not true of course so sadness is failure it's scary and if we succumb to it it may never go away yeah that is true to some extent if we succumb to continuous sadness it may never go away it becomes a failure like if you are constantly beating yourself about things if you're sad okay if in the morning you wake up and you're like eh not a good day at the breakfast time you're like eh, it is really not a good day lunch time you're still crying it is not a good day so if you are constantly everything around you is going to convince you that it's not a good day mm. and in the end you 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 just be like what's the point in life right like mm. why are we even going on with this mm. 
So it could be it could be worse, but it could also get better. Because because through it we say that if we are able to express these emotions we are able to connect with other people differently mm. like if we if we sit down and appreciate the sadness then we can be able to learn that yes it is it's a bad day and it could get worse but then we get to appreciate that people also have these these phases of sadness and then we we are better at dealing with these emotions all together yeah so we have to appreciate the fact that sadness arrives with noble intentions it is the energetic expressions for internal loss experiences of loss heart all those things and our job is to allow an honest and complete expression of that emotion for ourselves and for others in the end we we have to accept that yes banage it's a sad day but it, it will not be a sad afternoon hmm okay like just ac- accept yourself to feel these things because when you get to feel them you will understand people better yes so now we get to the question that emily asked yes emily Can please do ask your question please please and please that means like they got into affecting society today like what has been that thing that you see and you're like okay this person probably <laughs> has had the phrase happy all the time <laughs> like okay how how uh has all this you know this um myth affected especially this one affected society like how the youth or us or growing you know girls or men or i don't know how they how we view the world generally so in the end <laughs> because you are keeping quiet about so many things the world becomes a cruel place you are forced to believe that nobody wants to listen to you because everyone believes you should be happy and then also it puts us in so health. much pressure yes mental health that's why we have so many cases of depression and stuff those things are so many these days say, because... and then the media oh. <laughs> happy photos shouldn't lie you people don't take oh yes 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 about happy pictures too nobody posts their like their sad life like i can't sit down and cry and be like hey you guys today i cried Mm -mm. no please i'll come and show you after i have cried the tears have dried my eyes are now very white i come to the sun and i'm like oh happy day you can imagine maybe take the peak and go cry after exactly the couples a lot of couples that pretend to be happy a lot of so let media not lie but i feel yes. the extreme is is the pursuit itself like this phrase has made people kind of set very explicit goals in life in regards yes, to in the end we are putting so much pressure on ourselves you set very high standards because you believe and you're not realistic and then you become very miserable with each passing day because you feel you are not attaining them so it's just too much like she said pressure you know i am not happy where am i sad i need to be happy so might i think people should just learn to acknowledge me my my recipe how i get about these things the days i i honestly like have uh painful days i have days when i also get disappointed with people i have days when uh and the most thing that may be related to 
relatable to most of us because it's a generation when you have your heart broken or things are not working in your relationship. <laughs> Emily, speak for yourself. Excuse <laughs> me, prudence. Yes. <laughs> anyway, and, huh? Yeah, I was saying. If you have your heart broken or okay, that's a very funny way of phrasing it, but if you go through a heartbreak or you your your friendships are not going as well, even issues with your parents and all that always remember that at the end of the day you should just let yourself hurt what is not normal is letting yourself hurt forever but you should let yourself hurt because through that pain stems a very beautiful flower that will grow and bloom i think people are most innovative actually after such pains like it is when (laughs) it is when eh, you people it is when you start thinking of ideas eh? you're like i need to rebrand i need to start doing this for society i need to start a foundation (laughs) yeah a lot of things by the way a lot of creativity goes on like during those times of brokenness Uh, during those times of heart uh, you know okay yes those are the times when like i need to you know i need to do something good for myself i need to hang out more i need to for others too mm, for others but it's for yourself as well fulfillment so from that pain stems a very beautiful plant that will grow that will allow you heal and you people you can never heal unless you address the pain trust me now yes that is very true there, I've had friends like okay, think they I want to have a problem. I want to use a heartbreak because I feel it's the most relatable. Like I have eh. friends, I have friends who have been like, "Oh my god, I have just had this heartbreak. It's terrible." And then the next morning, she's so fine. In fact, she's even dating someone else. Oh, he's dating someone else to prove a point. I'm happy. I'm what better things hurt. Like such things don't give you room to heal. You're going to start pouring your blood on other people. True. you're going to start pouring you're going to start comparing yeah, things and then start saying oh what what the other one is also like that this one is behaving like this like you're going to destroy your relationships with people allow yourself hurt allow yourself heal there is no wound that can heal unless it has hurt so because Emily even, is talking even about treatment yes so Emily is talking about heartbreaks and stuff I want to bring up a story sometimes sometimes i was having a conversation with someone and then mm. we're talking about we're talking about grief not heartbreak exactly we're talking about grief like after losing someone so this particular person said to me like you see for us in our family mm. when someone passes away we just the person has died they have died that is the end of the story i was like oh how cold like well, you don't do anything you you just marry we move it exactly <laughs> So 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 this time as so as telling as telling as telling him, well, I think you should allow yourselves to, you know, grieve and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then and then the person boldly told me, eh, the person has died. Now what what will crying we do? do? Cry over spill. We're crying, <laughs> we're crying, bring back the person. And that really made me think, like like okay i don't want to think that there's something wrong with them but hey isn't there something wrong <laughs> honestly <laughs> yes but then I, I personally 
I think we should allow ourselves to go through this like mm. the the entire sad like the, the the sad the sad bits of life and the happy moments to like True. just allow yourself to live through and yeah, people, all those experiences we need human them. beings should be like this human beings mm. should be like there is no way we are supposed to be life is just life live is you contradicting yourself <laughs> no like not contradicting this is the thing like now you know how we're discussing hum- the normal state of human happy is the normal state of humans like human beings we're supposed to be happy it's like the normal state okay. those are some of like the definitions of how we should be and it's what is killing us because we have to be people oh and so people yes feel things. In, in the end people have set standards of mm. how we should live life mm. It's also like your story of misery and all that has reminded me of all the bitter parents. Eh? Like the guys, I'm so blessed that my parents are like very loving people. But we have seen so many stories of domestic violence, like where you go in families and the, the guy beats up, you know, the wife and the kids and all that. Most people who are like that haven't healed from past like encounters. They have not. These are people who grew up knowing that it's not okay to be sad yes so in the end when okay even not just sadness mistakes and stuff Mm. so in the end when someone makes a mistake or when they're sad it gets frustrating on them they take it personal they think Mm. the sadness is because of what they are like i don't know people should understand that it's not always about them okay it's not about okay like like prudence it's not always about you if someone is sad it's not because of something you have done I think if we get to appreciate that, we would not take things as personal as people do these days. So, yes. and basically, we... what we are trying to tell you is, if you cover up emotions that are the so-called negative emotions, if you draw a circle around them, just like that sadness in Riley's head was restricted from moving out. If you draw a circle to your negative, so-called negative emotions, and you keep them caged there will be a point where they will come out in ways you don't actually understand they'll come out in the way you talk to people they'll come out in the way you try to relate with your kids in future they'll come out in a way uh because you're piling up things you're not addressing what's wrong with you you're just keeping them aside like you're going to find yourself having certain traits that you can't explain but they have become a part of you because you didn't address small aspects that kept building up and have turned into bitterness and stuff like that yeah yeah so, so that's emily's take now this is my take on, on the entire the normal state for human beings is happy so i think the normal state for human beings is obviously not happy life is beautiful through the ups and the downs it's beautiful all through Ladies. if you did yeah these things have to coexist happiness and sadness and all the other emotions you have decided to dub or that we have decided to dub negative like we have to we have to go through each and every other bit of it for us to like we cannot appreciate happiness without the sadness we cannot appreciate the sadness without the happiness so let's just allow ourselves to live life and also i have always wanted to say this my god this is the opportunity yes so mm. please and please do not invalidate your friends emotions and feelings just because you do True. not know how to and handle people them who are good at that yes like please do not invalidate others like 
if for you you have grown up knowing this my dear it's not only your home on earth we have very many other homes and they all have different ways of growing up and set up someone and is things. someone is sad so, you're making them feel like they are not normal yes exactly do not invalidate uh-huh. you if you don't know what to do with them just leave them there it's okay they'll find someone else to talk to i don't know my biggest issue is people who find like there are things that hurt me that may not hurt you like if I'm, I'm 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 sad because something happened and then somehow we are friends but i i tell you my encounter and then you're making it seem like it was nothing what's wrong with you <laughs> like yes. it's just sometimes good to listen to people if you have nothing to say just you walk know, away just, yes, yes. And then do not may... invalidate others' feelings. In the end, people so end up depressed, end up with anxiety, end up committing suicide. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I feel, by the way, I also feel like stuff like depression and uh, all those mental health issues also stem out of that kind of uh, keeping, like not letting yourself but I just believe we have the ability to pile things. Like you just keep adding heart on top of heart, on top of pain, on top. Then one thing will just trigger your whole, and then it, everything that was in the past comes back. You get it? Like I even suffered this, I got this, I got this. And then you find yourself in a whole well of sadness. And all those other things. So people don't believe in that phrase. You're not supposed to be happy all the time. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes you cry. You're disappointed. Sometimes you're betrayed. Sometimes you're heartbroken. Sometimes you lose the ones you love. And it's totally okay to grieve. What's not okay is sad. Just don't let yourself stay there forever. That is the problem. If you feel it's getting overboard, but it's okay to be you know, on the other side. Just seek help when it gets overboard. And remember, there is Beautiful Spaces with Emily and Prudence. Blossom! My last advice, which basically just let out there is mindfully embrace rather than suppress tough emotions embrace them and know yourself be human yeah so just like joy i will always relate to inside out and if you please watch that animation <laughs> please watch it i feel like it has so many things to teach so i was telling you earlier joy attempts to prevent sadness from having any influence on riley's mind by drawing a circle for it to stay inside. But uh, I think psychologists will recognize that joy is engaging in a risk. Apparently, there's a risk called emotional suppression, which can emanate into other, other, other big problems. So don't let yourself get there. And that will be my final word to you all, Prudence. Yes, personally, what I have to say. Sadness comes bubbling up at your door. Do not run. Like, you know, when sadness comes, we are so fast to run up the hill. Ooh, we have to be happy. No, please. So, a 
allow the river to flow hmm? just let it flow in the end when everything is done and when you're feeling better you can always run up to the hill and you'll see how beautiful the river was and yeah so that is it for today that's what we had to say i hope you guys have learned a lot oh by the way next my next next friday we are coming with notebooks please <laughs> we are coming with notebooks not just popcorn so that's entertainment premiums you know i know that friday because i think so nice that we can draw with each other yeah yes yeah. So please, uh, I wanted to mention this. For uh, if any of you wants to feature, please reach out on our Instagram, Beautiful Spaces with Emily and Pooh. Follow us as well. Follow our foundation uh, on Facebook at Heart for Hope Foundation, on Twitter at Heart for Hope Found, and on Instagram at Heart for Hope underscore Foundation. So that. You don't miss out on our amazing episodes and all our amazing activities. We are one big family. We're all trying to help each other grow. So, yeah, keep in touch. We love you guys. A big, big hug. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's share stories, amazing adventures, and girls. We love you. Take care of yourselves until next Friday. Okay, bye. Beautiful spaces with Emily and Prudence.